You are listening to the Blessed Sacrament Roman Catholic Parish Podcast. We are disciples in mission who know God, love God, and serve God. Come, let us bow down in worship. Let us kneel before the God who made us. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, one day at prayer, a devout, though curious man, questioned God asking, what is a million years like to you, Lord? God responded, my son, like a second. The man pressed on, asking, what is a million dollars like to you, Lord? God responded, my son, like a penny. The man paused, then inquired further, can I have a penny, Lord? God responded, my son, yes, I will in just a second. Like our friend, since the dawn of humankind, people remain curious, asking lots of questions, seeking knowledge about the circle and cycle of life which we encounter on our personal and collective journey. Because we possess the gift of reason, there is an innate impulse, a desire in each of us to seek solutions, to plunder the mysteries of this world, the fractured nature of creation, the pervasive reality of human suffering, the challenges we face as mere mortals in this world. We who believe in God, creator, redeemer, sanctifier, view the universe, this world of ours, as God's handiwork. Creation is miraculous, a divine gift, precious, mysterious, ominous, unpredictable, and beautiful. God creates life, bestowing supreme dignity and ultimate meaning to human life from the moment of biological conception to natural death. Throughout the centuries, Many have debated these issues, plunging deeper into creation's unfolding mystery. Scholars, scientists, chemists, physicists, biologists, artists, poets, philosophers, theologians, authors of every genre of human curiosity, both wise and foolish. There are exhaustive theories, prognostications, and diverse approaches on such matters, which barely touch the surface, eclipsing body, mind, spirit, 
the imagination of human heart and thought. Essentially, it all boils down to this. Creation is either a gift from God or an arbitrary, absurd coincidence of astronomical proportions. In these matters, let your faith be your guide. I myself heartily concur with Joshua, chapter 24, verse 13, when he says, But as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. In today's first reading, we are introduced to Ezekiel, who lived in the 6th century BC. He was both priest and prophet of God. His early prophetic utterances revolved around themes of violence and fidelity and destruction. Sounds like a fun guy, doesn't he? Later, he comforted and consoled, especially the young men of Israel, who were now slaves in Babylon. He changed his tune. For God appointed Ezekiel as a watchman over Israel. As such, he would defend against the coming danger, the Babylonian onslaught and captivity. Essentially, Ezekiel presents Israel with this mandate, keep the commandments, remain true to the covenant, and confess sin before the Lord. Ezekiel encouraged his contemporaries not to despair, but rather to depend entirely upon the mercy and goodness of God. As we read, thus says the Lord, you, son of man, I have appointed you as watchmen for the house of Israel. When you hear me say anything, you shall warn them for me. If you do not speak out to dissuade the wicked from his way, the wicked shall die for his guilt. Paul, in his letter to the Romans, responds to a similar challenge, though taking a more slightly nuanced approach. Paul appeals to constancy of faith the love of God and neighbor. In Paul's view, the sanctity of faith and love is rooted in Jesus Christ, the wellspring of salvation, grace, mercy, and forgiveness. The charism, or gift, of sacrificial love is an overriding and constant theme in Pauline theology. Love is both unitive and communitive, centering itself in our shared communion, our very existence with Christ in selfless service to our brothers and sisters. As Paul writes, brothers and sisters, owe nothing to anyone except to love one another. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. Love does no evil, 
no evil to the neighbor. Hence, love is the fulfillment of the law. In today's gospel drawn from Matthew, the evangelical mandate is quite clear. The quality of faith, the importance of prayer, and the supremacy of love in the life of a Christian. This should not surprise us, since through Christ's death and resurrection, the great mystery of our faith come generous gifts, a legacy of divine love and mercy freely given for our salvation. Jesus' concern is for the most vulnerable, the innocent, the weak, and the poor. He instructs his disciples that when authority is exercised in the assembly of Christians, it must devote endless attention and focus on the least powerful members. In this way, the power of communal prayer, apostolic service, and mutual love allow the community of Christians to flourish and grow. As Matthew writes, Amen, amen, I say to you, if two of you agree on earth about anything for which they are to pray, it shall be granted to them by my heavenly Father. For where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Today, we have gathered in faith. Our sincere prayer and apostolic commitment must serve others, especially the poor, the forlorn, the needy, the forgotten, the alienated, the unloved brothers and sisters. During World War II, a GI entered a devastated church in Italy, the result of severe enemy bombing. As he entered the shell of what once was a church, he carefully made his way through the debris. He saw a life-size statue of Christ, chipped and damaged, whose arms were shattered, broken in a million pieces, and strewn on the ground as a result of the bombing. The GI was greatly moved. He knelt reverently in quiet prayer for quite a long time before that sacred image. When he rose, he noticed some wooden rope in the rubble. Making a sign, the GI placed it carefully around the neck of the statue, writing four simple, powerful words. You are my arms. Beloved, throughout your sojourn in this life, put away all sin, enmity, division, jealousy, fear, and the evil pleasures of this world. Grow in the wisdom. Grow in the holiness of God. Embrace each other with affection 
in a spirit of unity and peace, then your heart, your mind, your body and your soul will be truly free, sanctified by the grace of God. Then you will sing and dance for joy. Blessed, blessed will you be, for you, dear friends, have become the arms of Christ. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. Thank you for listening to the Blessed Sacrament Roman Catholic Parish podcast. We are disciples in mission who know God, love God, and serve God.